Welcome to the Lafkate podcast. Lafkate is a seasoned teacher of the Word of God, an author and pastor of Vision Impact Church, a thriving church in Ghana. And now, today's message. What effect does a generational stronghold have on you? What effect? Number one, it influences your thought pattern, the way you think. Example, in our family, we don't marry from X tribe. For instance, in my family, we don't eat snails. It's a taboo. I think generally adults don't eat snails. But it's a taboo in my family. I mean, where will you stand to tell my father you are eating snails? Fortunately for me, I escaped. I eat snails, unless I don't like it. And what they believe will happen when you eat snails, and indeed it happens to people, scratching and getting bumpy and getting very hot sick. But I'm eating snail after snail. I think I, I, I like to defy what I don't understand, what is not in accordance with the word of God. I eat the snail not because I like it. Because it, when it's slimy, I can't stand it. So if you see me trying to make my snail, what they are can't like, they like the hair, the intestines, I cut all and I only leave the tail. And I wash, 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 wash. But it has proven to me that faith is something that is powerful. Check your thinking. And see if there's no stronghold. What you believe. We don't do this. You don't even know why, but you also don't do it. We don't do it. It's a stronghold. It affects the way you are thinking. Because what you see influences what you think. And as you are growing, if you are a young person, if you are an older person, when you were growing, you always saw your parents didn't do this. So naturally, then it means you also don't do it. It becomes a stronghold. How about if your freedom and your upliftment lies in getting out of that thinking pattern? Patterns. Number two. Number two effect of generational stronghold. It influences your lifestyle, the way you live your life. Example, you grow seeing your parents, your mom, she has had children with one man, another man, and another man. And some of the children, they don't know their parents. When you were growing up, you swore to yourself, what is this? I don't even see my father. And I don't see my brother's father. And I don't see my sister's father. And I will never do that. Lifestyle influences your lifestyle but before you see you did that you got pregnant and you were very sure that that man will marry you a young, a, a, not a young lady a lady came to me in the office not too long ago and I was shocked the man will marry her few weeks later later she calls the man says she will marry her he will marry her why will he marry you? Because he has eaten what he shouldn't eat for free. So you see a pattern. 
I started talking to this person. Then I'm realizing it's the same thing, the same thing, the same thing that has happened, happened, happened behind her. And he's also, she's also just enacting it. Lifestyle. Check your lifestyle. If I want to make examples, we'll be here for long. What you see influences how you live. For the Bible says in Proverbs chapter 23 and verse 7, as a man thinks in his heart, that is how he is. What you see, what you think. I was asking a question yesterday, an innocent question about other religions. And I said, ah, this Bible we have, why will intelligent people not want this Bible and all the other religions find their source in the Bible. And these people are so intelligent. Why can't they just believe the Bible? And my husband corrected me. He said, that is how they grew up. They don't know another thing. So this thing we are teaching is true. You may be a Christian city in church hearing me today. But when you go out, you will go to the festival. And you don't see anything wrong because all your ancestors and your family members, they all go and they come back to church. It's not the festival that is wrong, but what do they do at the festival? Why are you also there? What, what relationship has idols, darkness, and light? I like to talk about where I come from. Recently, I heard that they said they are dance, they are dance shrine, the worshippers, the fetish people. They said they are fetching water with baskets. The devil can do anything. So what is what is what is me? It didn't it didn't mesmerize me, but the newscasters were mesmerized. What can the devil not do? But God has the ultimate final word. Hallelujah. And so when you come from such a place and you you, you go to festival, they are invoking spirits. Spirits, unless you are strong and you are going with a singular purpose, I'm going to do evangelism. I'm going to show them the way of love. But if you are just going to and they are pouring, they are giving food to idols and they are pouring libation and they are all the frenzy things. It's in your hometown. It's in Fanti land. It's in Ashanti land. It's in Everland. Where do you come from? How is that land? It is there. All over Africa, if you are listening to me, it is there. That's what you see. It informs how the lifestyle you have. Number three, it influences your identity, the effect of stronghold. Oh, she's a Kathy, that's why. Not in a positive way. Oh, she's an Abbe, that's why. He is a this, that's why. You are identified with how you have lived, how your lifestyle, how you have thought, because of where you are coming from. Isn't it the case that before, not today, people marry today on the street, people marry on the internet. But before, when you are looking for a wife or a husband, the families will cross-check. They will do interrogation, investiga investigation, interrogate people and say, do they have sicknesses in their family? Or they will tell you, these people, there's madness in their family, don't go there. There's madness. Oh, these people, they, they like women. Oh, they're women, they are prostitutes. Their children never do good. Don't marry into that family. It becomes your identity. It becomes a stronghold. I want to talk about certain patterns 
before we go into prayer. It is important, therefore, to look at patterns in your life as we are going to prayer. Patterns. What are recurrent themes in my life? Sickness. Sickness. Recurrent theme. Sometimes it manifests physically. You go to the hospital and say, oh, they, they. then the doctor will ask, did your parents have diabetes? Did they have hypertension? Did they have heart troubles? Did they have, how many of you have not heard that before? Because they are trying to follow patterns. And so by the time you say, oh, my mom had uh, diabetes and had blood pressure. Oh, that is it. It's, it's in your genes. And then we agree. The word gene is not in the Bible. When it is not in the Bible, you don't agree. The moment you agree, it is established if you are a child of God. It's established. It's not a one-day teaching. I'm trying. We'll continue, but I wanted to reach somewhere which I can't. Let me deal with this. Patterns. The family never prospers. Never. Nobody ever built a house. Anybody who tried, if you bought the land, the troubles that will come to you. I was listening to somebody's story. He said, they said, they should never prosper, but they should live long. That was the curse that was passed. Never prosper, but live very long. And so the day God blessed this person, and he had a UN appointment, that same day something entered him. The man became very sick for three years. He didn't get to go to the UN again. As you are listening to this word of God, your deliverance is at hand today. I said, as you are listening to the word of God, deliverance is coming to you and your children today. Hmm. It annoys me. What I'm teaching really annoys me. But I can see my patterns. I mean, how, how, how do you explain that I should come and tell you I've met one millionaire after the other? I meet these people and they love me. They sincerely love me. They, they sincerely believe me. What happens? One man was 45. He called me from Germany. He left Norway. He went to Germany. He called me. All the plan was made. He was coming to Ghana to set up a car company for me to be the director. He went back to Norway like in hours. He flew his plane. He had a crash. He died. How do you explain? So the things I'm teaching, God is teaching me. The devil is bad. He doesn't want your good. Don't, don't hide behind, I'm a Christian. No, awake church, awake. Be in the word of God. Be an obedient child of God. Obey his word. The idols in your heart. Remember we spoke about repentance. Keep on repenting. Keep on saying, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. My father's household. When my husband was going to marry me, we went to see my uncle who has gone to heaven now. Well, I don't know where he went. He went somewhere. But we went to see my uncle, professor, English professor. And he opened up. And something I had never seen before. He talked to my husband. He liked him. I mean, he was just opened and talking to my husband-to-be. And then he got up and he went to his innermost place. And he came back with a big, huge frame or picture 
I'd never seen my great, 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 great grandfather before. And then he told us a story. Said he used to be a very rich businessman, trading between Adai and Everland. And he was so powerful. And he would do something, something, something. And they would arrest him and put him in prison. But he would ask for alcohol. When the alcohol comes to his mouth, when they come back, he has escaped through the walls. He's gone. You cannot keep him spiritually. Do you know what? No wonder. So you follow the trend. My father became an alcoholic. My uncle, the professor, became an alcoholic. It is running in the male children of the family. It gets me annoyed. It is running. And you think, you, you pray and pray and pray. What is yours? Don't hear my story. I'm telling you my story for you to think. Think in the Holy Ghost. I can tell you many patterns. Many, many patterns. Oh, many patterns. Never prospering. You work so hard and you wonder, where is the money? You work hard, where is the money? And so you go and put pepper. I, I don't know if you take pepper to the banks too to keep in your account for you. But some people keep their money and they come and tell me, if I put pepper on the money, but the money will escape. The devil is not afraid of pepper. As the amount of pepper you are eating, you shouldn't get sick again. Oh, Jesus. You work hard, you can't find the money. You work hard, the devil makes you go and drink, 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 drink. Drink the money away. Some families. It's a type of death they die. Type of death. Sudden death. Sudden death. Say, oh, I, I just saw him. He just passed here. He was looking healthy. He's my friend. He never complained of headache. He, he, he just died. And it's a curse, says the Bible. God wants you to live long. He said, with long life will I satisfy them. And the devil is telling you, because your father and your mother died of heart attack, suddenly you also get it. Don't you know that you have escaped? <laughs> Hallelujah. You cannot die like a cockroach. You cannot die like your mother. You cannot die like your father. My, my mother and my father died in a beautiful way. I like it. They slept and they died. But that kind of death that you will struggle. You will struggle. Like the woman, like recently I've been mentioning her. Like the woman with the blood issue. 12 years she gave her money away and she was not well. Patterns. Becoming drunkards drunkards, which I've said in passing already. Young people drinking. Young people drinking. Josmaya tells a story. She's only one daughter and brother. Two of them, they were born. And many bad things happened to the lady. Your deliverance is here today. Many things, many ugly things. The woman's own father was, was abusing her, sleeping with her. For 18 solid years raping her own daughter. Her mother knew about it. Her mother did nothing because she was afraid. The shame that will come. But her brother, the father did not abuse him. But I believe he hated what he was seeing. And he, he was angry and she, he kept it in his heart. So as he grew, he took to alcoholism. He took to alcoholism. He took to drug addiction. He couldn't hold his life together. Joyce Meyer was this great Joyce Meyer trying to help his, her only brother. She did everything with her, her 
godly husband Dave. She, they did everything. But her brother too was a David. But David did not change his mind. The stronghold was too strong. I don't know if Josmaya knew and was teaching his brother, her brother this. But today God is teaching you and I. God is teaching us. I don't know. Eventually, he, he, she car they carried her brother to California to go and get cleansed of the alcohol. Because he gets better and then he goes back. He went and stayed there a bit at the Dream Center in California. And then he left. The next Joyce will know, police called her. Your brother killed himself. Suicide. Nobody even saw him until he was decomposed. 30 days later, strongholds brings destruction. What is the stronghold in your life? It affects marriages. The marriage that is not working. Look at your history. Is it known the case that maybe your mother stayed or your father stayed in the marriage, but it was abusive? Is it known the case that maybe the marriage looks healthy and working, but there's never peace and there's never joy? It is known the case that there's no satisfaction in the marriage. Is it known the case that the children, you are seeing yourself in your children, what you went through, they are repeating it. Is it known the case? Is it not the case that nobody ever married successfully? And you thought you are a Christian. You didn't deal with it. Let Holy Spirit told me this. I can tell you. They said I would never marry. They said. And I say. <laughs> they said. And I say. Hmm. I told you. On top of what they said. Somebody. I don't know. Maybe they sent somebody in the spirit to come and cut that green cloth. And then they told me that green cloth too is because the person who cut it said, I will never marry. So I said, I heard. That's the fact. It's a fact. Don't deny facts. Abraham saw himself that his manhood is dead. And Sarah's womb is dead. There's no desire for man and woman maneuvers in their marriage. But he has not forgotten the promises of God. He chose to obey the promises of God. And when he gets up in the morning, May the one see, Adiawa, yeah, Jesus. The neighbors, Abraham was sinking bays. And Sarah was singing treble. And the neighbors, they were angry. Why are they disturbing us like that? These barren people. They won't also let us have peace when they get up. 
What are they thanking God for? And which God? Haven't they been disappointed in this God enough to forget him? That's what Satan told God. He said, when you take off the edge, he will not worship you again. You, you take off the edge and see if he will worship you again. So the neighbors, they said, look at this old man, this old woman. <laughs> hey, somebody, your glory days have not started yet. Somebody, your days of prosperity are about to begin. Somebody, your days of healing are now. Hey. The promises of God, they are yea and they are amen. They shall come to pass. So, they said I will not marry. I said thank you. It's a fact. And I determined to worship God. My strength is to worship God. I'm not so much a praiser and a dancer. But my strength is to worship God. My strength is to pray. My strength is to declare. And I declare... I shall marry. I don't care who is there. I will stand there. Thousand plus people. I will stand there before I preach. I declare I'm going to marry you. Come to the wedding. Because somebody says something. So I must say something. Hallelujah. Amen. What are you saying? If there's a stronghold, identify it. And you are going to kick that stronghold off with the words of your mouth. And it's not a one day thing, I can assure you. I can assure you. If you think, if you, if you fight today, that's the end. Today is set up for you to live here with a holy anger. Enough is enough. My business will work. My children will work. My spiritual life will work. My money will stay with me. I will increase. I will expand. I shall be a blessing to many in the name of Jesus. No more sorrowing. No more pain. No more difficulties. When you hit me with one difficulty, I shall overcome. Because I'm entering the battle as an overcomer. You know how long it took? It took 20 years or more. And I kept declaring. Anybody who minds to listen, when there's no one, I'll write it. When there's someone, I'll say it. Not to everybody, because some people are agents. Let them say, you see, the Bible says in Thessalonians, there are evil men, evil men among us. So don't look at everybody who says, praise the Lord and praise the Lord with them. Be sensitive, be wise, be discerning. But I was speaking. I was speaking. And when God created me a man, Oh, I spoke more. I got crazy. I'll be walking and the tears are running down. See me married. See me married. I told you I bought my wedding hat from Poland. You do things like a crazy person. Nobody knows what you are doing. But you have to be on God's side. Abraham and Sarah were on God's side. The Bible says they saw everything the devil has shown them. And they decided to glorify God. And God credited it to him as righteousness. Do you want your righteousness to be seen by all? You have to do things God's way. I want to quickly type the last thing. Point four. I won't go into details. The effect of stronghold is it influences your destiny. Your destiny. God made nobody to be useless and hopeless. No. I don't think that is the God we are seeing in the Bible. You dear children are from God and you have overcome. Because greater is he who is in you than he who is in the world. The day I taught that message, you you don't want to know what happened to me. Because the devil comes. <laughs> but Jesus said he comes but he has nothing in me. 
But because I am wearing flesh, Jesus was God. He was man. But as we are, we are, we are fighting, it's a battle. After I thought that message, the devil said, really, you are from God. And therefore, you are a God. Really? Let's see that. You don't know anything. <laughs> but we are on top. You are a champion Christian. You are an overcoming child of God. You are a terror in the kingdom of darkness. The devil's aim is to influence your identity. Change your identity. Many of us walk by, we make up. But when people see us, they see a caricature. It's in the spirit. It's in the spirit. Somebody who said he will give you a business. When you got there, he gave you excuses. You took it normal and you panicked. He said, yeah, this is the tenth time somebody called me and they assured me I'll get the business. They assured me of the capital. They assured me. But what has happened? And what is happening to you is affecting your children. It's taking their mind. You see, this is war. Say it is battle. Say it is a war. I am fighting to win. I will win in my lifetime. Your identity cannot be a failure. You are not 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 a failure. You are a great person. You are a success. You are prospering. You are going very high. And because when men say there's a casting down, I declare there's a lifting up. Are you ready to pray? We'll continue next week. It's a fire. May you receive the warrior's fire this morning. Amen. May you become a champion in your battles. Amen. It's a fire. God bless you for listening to this message. Make sure to subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages every week. Until next time, remember, Jesus came that you may have and enjoy life and have it in abundance to the full till it overflows.